I don't say what I'm about to say lightly. I ask God again today, just let me be your voice. Just let me be your voice. Let me say to this church today what you would say if you were standing behind this pulpit. And I believe God has given me a word. I've never preached from this subject before. I've used the scripture many times. As a matter of fact, it's been quoted in this room today. And I trust that you will give your undivided attention for the next few minutes while God speaks to us. I'm reading today from Matthew 22, verse 35. If you have your Bibles and would like to turn there with me, give our praise team a hand. My Lord, have mercy. They'll make you feel like you could storm hell with a water pistol. Thank you, all of our musicians, all of our singers. Wow, thank you. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him, and saying, Master, which is the, notice this, great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. Three things, all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. And he said, this is the first, everybody say with me first, and great, say it, and great commandment. In Mark 12, verse 28, the Bible said, and this is another account by another writer of one of the Gospels. And he said, one of the scribes came to him, having heard them reasoning together and perceiving that he had an answer, that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? The lawyer said, which is the great commandment? The scribe said, the same man perhaps, which is the first commandment of all. And Jesus answered him and said, the first commandment is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Thou shalt love the Lord, notice this now, with all your heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, but he added something else. And he said, with all thy strength. So Matthew said, with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. Mark said, with your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. And this is the first commandment. You may be seated. If you go back to the Old Testament, you will find in the writing of Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9, where Moses was talking to the children of Israel. And he said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And this is what he said in verse 5. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. 
So there's, there's several things that are used through the scriptures. And, and then he went on to say, These words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And he said this, Teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. Here's how important it is. Teach your kids. Put up signs. Make sure they understand that the most important thing to God is that you love the Lord with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, all of your strength, and all of your might. I'm preaching today. Are you living the first commandment? It will probably be quiet here today for Sometime, maybe not. But the requirement of the Lord is not that you sing well, that you play well, that you look well. The requirement of the Lord is that you fear God, you walk in his ways, and you love him. And according to Deuteronomy 10, 12 through 13, the Bible says that you serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes which I command thee this day for thy good. He said, God, the, the, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee? Fear God. Walk in his ways. Love him. I, 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 this came to me in prayer this week. And uh, I, was, I was just asking God, God, you've got to stir us. You've got you to get down where we live. And you've you got to get down in our soul. I, I remember when I would have preached the message that I preached last Sunday. And, and, and this is no reflection on anybody, but I remember if I would have preached that 50 years ago, the altars would have been full before I finished preaching. There would never have been anybody stand back because it was such a time when God could stir people and God could move people. And, and, and I, I, I told the Lord this week, Lord, you, you got to stir us up. You got to get us to where you want us to be. And so help me when I was praying, the Lord said this to me. He said, you have to get people before anything else to follow and live the first commandment. The first commandment, loving God, loving him with everything that's in you, loving his word, loving his house, loving his people, loving his name, loving his doctrine, loving his truth, loving him as God and putting him in his rightful position. It was John. It was John that wrote this in John 14 and 15. It was Jesus talking, but John recording. And Jesus said this, If you love me, 
keep my commandments. Now, we know that the commandments, we can go back in the Old Testament and find ten commandments. Ten commandments are important. They were not ten suggestions, by the way. They are still ten commandments, and they are for the New Testament church. But I want to tell you that all the other nine is inadequate if you don't get the first one right because everything else hinges on the first two commandments. But the first one mainly because you can't love your brother until you love God. You can't fall in love with one another until you learn to love God. Now, I'm a preacher and I might get, uh, I might, I might not say it just right today, but I want to ask you the question, are you living the first commandment today? I'm talking about from the time you get up in the morning until the time you go to bed at night. I'm talking about on the job. I'm talking about at the church. I'm talking about wherever you go. You see, the Lord is interested in whether or not you love him. He's interested in that. That's why he sat down with Simon Peter in John 21 and verse 15. And the Bible said when they had dined, they had something to eat. Jesus looked at him and said, Simon Peter, Simon son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? Now what are these? I, I suspect it's the fishing boat. I suspect it's the nets that he used. I suspect that it's the friends that he hung out with. And Simon said, yea, Lord, you know I love you. I'm I'm paraphrasing now. And the Lord said, feed my lambs. But he didn't quit. He said it to him the second time. He said, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And again, Peter looks at him and says, yeah, Lord, you know I love you. He saith unto him, then feed my sheep. And the third time, Jesus looked at him and said, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And Peter was grieved. He got upset because the Lord was questioning him the third time. Lovest thou me? And and he said to the Lord, or he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things, and thou knowest that I love thee. And Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. But he didn't stop there. He said, Simon, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to say this to you. When thou wast young, thou girdest thyself and walkest whether thou wouldest but when thou shalt be old thou shalt stretch forth thy hands and another shall gird thee and carry thee whether thou wouldest not and the Bible said he was talking about the signifying of his death that should follow that he should glorify God and when he had spoken this he said unto Simon follow me the Lord is interested in whether men really love him or not He knows the difference. I'm just going to be blunt with you today. He knows if you're just saying it or you're just living it. He knows if you mean it from here or you don't mean it at all. He knows where you're at because God can look by your countenance and beyond the fleshly veil and look deep inside where you live. And he understands if you're living the first commandment You see, when you fall in love with Jesus, nothing, somebody say that with me, nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of God. That's what Paul said. 
Romans chapter 8. I'm giving you all the scripture. I hope you're writing them down or remembering them or you can go back and listen again. But the Bible said in Romans 8 verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, he said, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Because this is what he said. I am persuaded and I am too on this Sunday morning in July of 2022. I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Here's the question today. How much do you love him? Do you really love him? Are you living the first commandment. Don't tell me how good you are if you're not in love with Jesus Christ. Don't tell me how religious you are if you're not in love with the Lord. I've come to ask you today, are you living the first commandment? Blessed is the man that endureth temptation for when he is tried, he shall receive a crown of life which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Did you hear me? He's going to get a crown of life which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. My little children, let us love not in word, neither in tongue, but indeed, I'm going somewhere, just stay with me. Indeed, in truth. That's what John said. And then again, we find where the Lord was upset with one of the churches of the seven churches of Asia Minor. When he started talking about them, he came to this conclusion. He said, nevertheless, I have somewhat against you because you have lost your first love or you've left your first love. He didn't say you lost. He said you left your first love. So here's where I'm at today. And this is what the Lord spoke to me. I know people say they love me. I know people want to be religious and they want to be saved. But my question on this Sunday morning is, are you living the first commandment? Or you truly love God? with all of your heart. I got to thinking about this. The heart is the inner man. It's down in here. We're not talking about looking like you love God. We're talking about loving God from down in here, from deep down inside. I looked at my wife yesterday and on her birthday, and I said, hey, 62 years ago, I was a seven-year-old kid. And you know what? When you showed up, you changed my life. She said, oh, you didn't know you was going to marry me. I said, I may not have known at that time, but I know I knew it pretty quick because I fell in love with her. But let me tell you something. It wasn't just something that happened many years ago. In order to stay in love with my wife and stay in love with the one you love, you have to nurture that relationship. You have to talk about it. You have to show it. 
you have to expound upon it. You can't let it die. You still have to say, I love you. You still have to do the things that people in love do. And that is to love them not just emotionally or from the outside, but from deep down inside. Let me tell you about God. He knows whether you're just saying it or he knows whether it comes from your heart because you can proclaim it on a Sunday morning, but when you walk out of here and you don't talk to him for the next week and you don't come to see him for until seven days later and you have nothing to do with him for a long time, let me tell you, he knows whether you love him or not. He knows where your heart is. That's why he said, you got to love me with everything that's in you. You got to love me from down in here. That's the inward working of a man. He not only said that, he said, but love me with all your soul. Your soul is your spiritual man. Your soul is going to live forever. Your soul is seeking after God. He said, you got to love me with your soul and you got to love me with your mind. you got to get it in your brain. You, gotta, you can't let the things of the world affect you. you got to keep God on your mind. you got to let this mind be in you which was in Christ. you got to guard your mind every day. I could preach on any one of these subjects for a long time. I've just hit the high points today. But he also said you're straight. That means every faculty of your body, every muscle of your body, that's why we raise our hands. That's why we shout unto God. That's why we dance in the Holy Ghost. That's why we give him our very best when we come to church. God doesn't want you to come and act like you're made out of stone. He wants you to put your hands up and to worship and to magnify God. Are you living the first commandment? Because if you are, you're loving him from down in here. You're loving him with your spiritual man. You're loving him and thinking about him every day. And you are loving him with every fiber of strength in your body. You want a revival? Fall in love with Jesus. You want a revival of worship? I tell you when this church will worship like it ought to worship. When everybody here falls in love with Jesus. Uh, you say, well, I love him. I'm in his house today, okay? Let's talk about that. Because Isaiah, the silver-tongued prophet, said in Isaiah 29, he said, wherefore the Lord said, for as much as this people draw near me with their mouth, and with their lips do they honor me, but have removed their heart far from me. And their fear toward me is taught by the precept of man. He said they got lip religion. They got mouth religion. They say it, but they don't mean it. Because if you mean it, you will fall in love with him and stay in love with him every day of your life. When I leave town and go on a trip, ain't a day goes by when I don't find a telephone somewhere and I'm calling Betty early. You know why, Doris? I love that girl. I may have to drive a ways. 
I may not have cell service in some places, but Josh, I'm going to find a place where I can talk to my wife. You're that way too, aren't you? I see it in your eyes. You know why? When you're in love with somebody, you want to talk to them. Y'all know where I'm going. If you say you love Jesus, but you never pray, I doubt your love for Jesus. Holy Ghost is in the house today. I came here to preach in the Holy Ghost today. I'm not here to woo you with enticing words this morning. I'm here to stir you deep in your soul because it's very easy to get caught up in religiosity and just say, you know what? Oh, I love Jesus. I love the church. Do you? Do you? How much do you love to be in his presence? I love, how much do you love to come to his house? This is not my house. This is God's house. I'm just asking the Holy Ghost to let me say the things that need to be said here today. And I ask the Lord, Lord, please help me today. I'm not here to offend anybody. But could I tell you it's very easy to go through the motions. It's very easy to get caught up in, oh, I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. But when you get up on Monday morning and you don't talk to him, and when you get up on Tuesday and you don't have any connection with him, and you might or may not feel like going to church, so you may or may not go on Wednesday. And Thursday rolls around and there's been no connection. And Friday comes around and you're busy and you hadn't talked to him and you hadn't loved him and you hadn't told him from the depths of your heart. I don't think Jesus really believes you love him. He's not a Sunday God. He's a God 24-7. Every hour of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year. Are you living the first commandment? I don't think you have to become a religious freak. I don't think you have to talk in tongues 24-7. I don't think that at all. But how long? How long has it been since you got in his word? How long has it been since you fasted so you could get nearer to the Lord and destroy this carnal man? How's your worship these days? Do you just raise your hands in church or do you raise your hands at the house? Do you raise your hands driving down the road and don't raise both hands but raise one? How's your connection with God 24-7? See, I come today to stir you up because thou shalt not kill and thou shalt not steal and thou shalt not commit adultery and thou shalt not have any other God before me. And all these other commandments, they're all good, but you can't even carry them out unless you obey the first commandment. You can't even love your brother as yourself until you love that first commandment. I want to stir you today. I want to get you to fall on your face. We, we sing a song here. It just says, falling in love with Jesus. Fall
with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. It's the best thing I've ever, ever done. <laughs> Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever, ever done. I like this. In his arms, I feel protected. In his arms, I'm never disconnected. In his arms, I feel protected. There's no place I'd rather, rather be. Sing this with me. I didn't intend to do this, but here it is. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. It's the best thing I've ever Many years ago, I preached a sermon, and I titled it this. I preached it right here. Don't tell God you love him. Show him. Don't tell God you love him. If your actions are different from your words, then you're doing lip service only. I'm preaching to young and old, those who have been here longer than I've been alive. Those who have just come, I'm telling every one of you on this Sunday morning, you have to live the first commandment. You have to do everything you can to love God. When you love him, it's okay to remain standing. I'm almost through. When you love him, you will pray. When you love him, nobody will have to coach you into worship. Nobody will have to tell you that. People ought to be turning around in the grocery store aisle when someday you're walking through there and you just say, praise God. What'd you say? I said, praise God. Nobody's going to have to coach you into into following the Lord in your commitment. Y'all don't mind me preaching as a pastor just for a moment here, do you? We'll just be honest with you today. Faithfulness is almost a thing of the past with mo most people. Because here's what bothers me. You can do anything you else, anything else you want to do on a weeknight. But come Wednesday night, you're too tired. Are you got other plans? Are you blame it on work? You need to repent 
because you are putting God second and not first in your life. I know it's not popular, but it's true. I didn't come here to be popular today. I come here to tell you the truth. Well, Pastor, I just got in too late, but you're home in time to do what you want to on Monday or Tuesday or Thursday or Friday. Hey, you don't like this? Fire me. I'm ready to quit anyway. You're not bothering me. I'm just telling you the truth today. If you're going to serve God, you've got to serve Him. With all your heart, all your soul. All. I remember a time it didn't matter what you had at the church. People flocked to the church. People come to the church. They'd come for a prayer meeting. They'd come for a weenie roast. They'd come for a barbecue. They'd come for a revival. They'd come for a teaching session. They'd come because they loved Jesus Christ. They just loved to be around his people and loved to be involved with the kingdom and loved to be a part of what God's doing. Let me tell you something, folks. When you fall in love with Jesus, you fall in love with his church. Y'all still love me? Don't tell me if you don't because I'm just telling you the truth right now. If you fall in love with Jesus, you're going to love everything about his work, everything about his kingdom. That don't, mean, that don't mean that your flesh will like everything. I'll tell you something else. If you fall in love with him, nobody will have to beg you to pay your tithes. Nobody will have to beg you to give it an offering. Nobody will have to beg you anything to do with God because your first love is Jesus Christ. When you start living the first commandment. So until you do that, you might as well go ahead and steal. You might as well go ahead and commit adultery. You might as well go ahead. Because if you can't love God and you can't fall in love with him like the Bible said, none else is going Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's heard enough mouth religion. He's wanting to know your heart today. He's heard enough about what you had to say. He wants to see what you're going to do. He's heard enough of how wonderful he is falling off the lips that, that you speak today. But he's not, he's not really enthused about that. What he's looking for today is who is really serving him with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, all of your strength, and all of your might. Everybody in the room standing with me right now. I'll be the first to the altar today. Falling in love, sing it, with, with Jesus. Jesus. Who wants to join me? I'm not talking about a few minutes of lip service. I'm talking about making some real commitments to God today.